Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to... one but me, feeling like I can't, feeling like it's too much, feeling like it's pitch black, feeling like I don't have any friends, feeling like I don't have anyone to talk to, feeling like nobody would understand, feeling like no one will ever understand. Feeling like I'm a piece of shit. Feeling like God doesn't care about me. Feeling like I will be abandoned. And my hope that I want to share with whoever needs to hear it, whomever needs to hear it, is that I don't feel any of those things today. And it didn't just happen. It happened as a result of action. It happened as a, re- as a result of action that I took, take, and plan to continue to take. What kind of action unselfish, constructive action. I have to tell you, I just got off of a Zoom meeting with some friends of mine. 
in another country. And I haven't talked to them about this in advance, so I'm not going to mention their names or anything like that, but I am glowing right now from this conversation because, you know, God will put people in your life, undoubtedly. I don't know if you've ever tried to force friendships or relationships. Somebody you meet and you try and be their friend, try and feel connected to them, some kind of profound level. And then sometimes, if you're lucky in your life, it happens where there's no effort at all. It just happens. Clearly feels like God's in it to all parties and uh, it was awesome so just a little shout out to them These incredible people who are frankly having an experience that mirrors the experience I talk about all the time when I'm on here they found a solution and they're living in light giving it away trying to come up with ways to give it away. Ways to be of service. Praying. Asking God, how can I be helpful to you with this bounty that I feel in my heart, my soul? It's nuts. Most of the time, if I talk to somebody who's struggling, they're not doing anything. How complicated is that? Might as well say it again. Most of the time, when I'm talking to people who are struggling, they're not doing anything. They're just wanting this to be done for them. Something to be done for them. Something's just going to happen or be revealed or something. I don't know. But that's usually not how it goes. Anyways, today I thought I would talk about my experience with and thoughts about fear. reason I know a lot of people who are afraid right now and I understand if you're one of those people I empathize I get it I really do there's lots of quote unquote reasons to be afraid right now There really are. So much uncertainty and change and every human being that I've ever known has some issues with uncertainty and change. Not just alcoholics, not just drug addicts. Uncertainty and change is really uncomfortable. And so I'm going to tell you 
a visual that I use that helps me understand what I've learned in Alcoholics Anonymous regarding fear. I've learned from Alcoholics Anonymous that when I'm afraid, I'm afraid for one reason and one reason only. It's because I am relying on me. My plan, my thoughts, my power. I'm relying on me. And you must have your own way of categorizing fear, thinking about it. So these are my thoughts about fear and these are, these are these are visual tools that have helped me a lot. So there's two. One of them is an exercise I used to do with clients back when I was a counselor for a living. And I would give somebody a bunch of pieces of paper. And I would say, write down all the things, one on each paper, that's stressing you out. And and they would do that. And then I would say, now on a different piece of paper, write down what you think your higher power wants you to do. What is your job? And they would write down things. You know, one on a piece of paper, they would write down, usually it was something like stay sober or be loving or be helpful to my husband or be better to my wife or along those lines, that kind of thing. And then I would, when they had all these pieces of paper in front of them, I would um, I'd make these two separate files. And one of them was God's file, and one of them was their file. I said, imagine you're at work, your desk, you have these two different files. And when we started talking, you had every paper in your hand in your file. And that's why you're freaking out and afraid and stressed. And then I would ask them to go through each piece of paper and if it didn't have their name on it, if it was something that involved someone else, if their name was not, if someone else's name was on it, put it in God's file. And if it didn't have today's date on it, today's date, put it in God's file. 
And it was things like, I don't know how to, I'm going to pay rent in two months, or I need to get another job. I need to do this by January, or I'm afraid Timmy won't be able to go back to school, or so-and-so is doing this, or whatever. Bottom line, everything would end up in God's file, except like one or two things. It was like, be loving, stay sober, that kind of stuff. They would get rid of almost everything. Because almost all of their fears involved someone else or another date. It was not today. So that's one of the visual things I use when I'm confronted or feel like I'm have some kind of a fear. I'm I literally imagine that and I think does this have today's date on it? Does this have someone else's name on it? Right away I can go in another folder in my mind. These visual things really help me a lot. And the other visual thing that I use probably more often than that one even comes from just what I have experienced in my sobriety. Fear is described in the big book as one of the ways that self shows up in my life. So fear is selfish. Why is fear selfish? Because I'm, when I'm afraid, I'm thinking of who? Me. Fear is also the only thing the big book describes as evil. <laughs> it uses the word evil. It's an evil and corroding thread fabric of her life was filled with so that's kind of comforting to me to think that fear is the fear sucks it's not it's something to be destroyed it's not something that's serving me in any way it's not I mean how I feel about it is based on all that that I just said it's not God's will that I be afraid God doesn't want me to be afraid some people call it the fear prayer it says you know when we're afraid we ask God at once to remove, remove it and they ask that he direct our attention to what he would have us be which is not afraid I think that's amazing that we're not supposed to be afraid And it's easy to say, yeah, yeah, I get it, but I have a reasonable concern. This is not a fear. This is a reasonable concern. But fear is a fear. But the other visual I have is, I don't know how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do this. I'm going to try to explain this. Um, let me think of how I can do this here. 
let's just say I have oh, how am I gonna do this I didn't even think about that how the hell am I gonna do this imagine three squares in front of you the middle square is the only square that's real That is right now. That square denotes right now. And right now is real. The other two squares on either side of this middle square denote the past and the future. And neither one of these are real. So if I am standing on either one of these other squares, I'm afraid. And the reason I'm afraid is because if God is real, he can only be, he can only dwell in what is real. And the only thing real is the middle square. Now, right now is the only thing that's real. God isn't hanging out in the future or in the past. So when I'm there, it's godless. So whenever I'm afraid, I, I realize right away that I'm not standing in the center square. And that's why I'm stressed out. That's why I'm afraid. Because it's godless. I'm alone. I'm in either one of those other spots. God can't help me because those places don't exist. Why well, no, I really need you to help me though on Saturday. God's like, I can help you right now. What about Saturday? I'll be there. I'll be there with you. So, I don't know. I don't know if those helped. I don't know if that helped anyone. I don't know if anybody needed to hear either of those, or both of those. But I've been thinking a lot about fear because I'm not experiencing it right now. And so many people are. And I want to help any way I can. But it should be comforting to know that our book tells us that God does not want us to be afraid. If we were supposed to be afraid, there wouldn't be a fear prayer or ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to something else. It wouldn't be one of the ways that selfishness shows up in our life. And it's really hard, I know. I mean, if you're thinking this is some kind of Pollyanna, you know, bullshit, that's okay. I know it's hard. I know that you've been taught, we've all been taught fear, culture, fear, television, fear, movies, everything. It's fear, fear. I mean, there's just so much fear. So much fear. 
that the idea of not being afraid is everything's okay it really is everything's okay it is really hot here today I went running in the park again like a lunatic like a banshee out of hell screaming no wasn't really like that at all but I did go running in the park today and it was so hot oh my gosh I'm still hot from running earlier. That was seven hours ago. I'm still hot. Just the thought of it is making me sweat. The thought of how hot it was hurts right now. It really does. Well, I hope you have a gentle weekend. I'm going to try and set a good tone in my home. A peaceful, trusting, loving tone in my home. That's what I'm going to try and do. That's what I'm going to do. With God's help, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to do it. I will need God's help. I will ask for it. And I'll try and get out of the way. Get out of self. Stay out of self. So God can help me. So. On that note. By the way, it's too hot for tea today. I'm telling you. It's like. It's honestly. Melting here. On that note though. I'm out of here. I'm going to go gentle, peaceful weekend. We can do that. Now, look for ways to get out of myself, be of service, carry this message. Enjoy this gift of life and of sobriety. And I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving.